Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, sorry, we're having such a fun time off air talking to our guests. You gotta Steve t- do it on air so that the I audience know. can enjoy this. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Hi. Trainer. Steve Zahn is in the studio with us, the very well known actor. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Hi. Welcome. Yeah, Thanks for being with us. Yeah. You're in town for a big deal. Well, I mean, you're kind of a big deal. <laughs> Well, I don't know. You are, I'll say it. I'll say it so you don't have to. Uh, you are He's being a awarded. Minnesotan. He is a humble Minnesotan. And we'll get to that as well. But he is being uh, honored with the Lifetime Achievement Award by the Twin Cities Film Festival. And how does that feel Well, to be given a Lifetime Achievement Award in the middle of your life? I think, well, look, if it was 1850, this would be the year that I died of consumption. Oh. So okay. that's uplifting. That's optimistic. Yeah. You were coughing no, earlier, look, so yeah. No, I have bad cold, <laughs> so I'm going to cough some more. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what is consumption? I don't know. I think it starts like, with a cough, and then there's there's blood associated with it. I'm just saying. Right, Nicole well, Kidman died from it in um, Moulin Rouge. Oh right. Sorry. Spoiler alert. But I think that it's just the title that they should rename it like. Hey, you, you know, you, you, you're doing okay. You, you did really, you've been doing a really good job. You've done a job. really good job with your life so some, far. Exactly. You've done some As cool opposed work. to like an achievement of lifetime yeah. is a little grand. But yes. you have done a lot. I mean, I, our audience, and we don't have a time to go through everything, but I think our audience probably doesn't even realize the depth and breadth of your career. I mean, you've done a lot <laughs> in the in the time that you've been an actor. Yeah, no, it, it, it's interesting like I, I really find like you, you, you have a rebirth every time you do a kids movie. Mm. Because oh, because sure. then, then, then kids recognize you for that movie. I'm and telling you, my children would be losing their stuff right now because of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Exactly. And then exactly. they'll go to college, and then they'll see Saving Silverman, and they'll go, "Oh, wait a second. Yeah, wait Hang a second. second. That's the guy. Is that the guy? And it'll take them a while to figure it out. Yeah, and then they'll see Reality Bites, and it'll blow their mind even further." Yeah, yeah. Because, again, the breadth of your work, and we've only mentioned just a few things that you've done in your amazing career. And so what was your favorite role that you played? Um, I don't know. That's tough. You know, the, I, it sounds like a, like I'm pitching my last, the, the last character I played <laughs> actually was amazing. I did this, uh, it was this miniseries for National Geographic called Valley of the Boom that comes out in January and it's, about the internet boom in 95 oh, in sure. Silicon oh, cool. Valley. And uh, it was insane. Very cool. Yeah. 
Well, we should mention, because we were kind of talking about this, uh, we were throwing this around. You are a Minnesotan. You yep. were born and bred yep. right here in Minnesota. Started in Marshall, Minnesota. Wiener Hospital. Wiener Stop Hospital? Stop it. That's the yeah. name of the hospital? It's still named that, I think. Oh, my God. Wiener. I feel like that's appropriate somehow. I don't know. <laughs> that's exciting. <laughs> I, I know. Isn't that crazy? I kind of want to go back and do birth over again so I can be born at Wiener Hospital. Yeah. Uh, so, Wiener. And then I moved from Marshall. Uh, my dad uh, was a chaplain and took a um, uh, a minister and took a job at Ferris State in Big Rapids, Michigan, for like two years, and then and then uh, transferred to Mankato State. All right. And I was there from kindergarten to sixth grade, and then uh, we moved to New Hope, mm-hmm. and I went to Cooper. Mm-hmm. At back then it was Robbinsdale Cooper because yeah. Robbinsdale closed, and they had to like. You know, they didn't want bad blood, so they called it Robbinsdale <laughs> Cooper. Now I think it's just Cooper. So or we, maybe it's just Ooper. I got <laughs> <laughs> keep shortening. I got called <laughs> 20 out. Years old, just be er. Because I said that you also you also got your start at the Guthrie, and I got called no. out. No, no, nope. whoops. Okay, hang on. Correct the record in just a moment because right, sorry. I got a tweet from KT who said he got his start at Cooper <laughs> High School. So <laughs> FYI. Schooled. Is that where you got your start? Guthrie. Didn't you work at the Guthrie? No. Oh, I made that up. Okay. So where'd you get that? I, (laughs) I worked, my first uh, gig as a, as an actor was at the old log dinner theater. Oh Oh, gosh. The old log. We We have seen shows there. (laughs) I mean, so basically we're the same. No, but that's, um, did you do a lot of local theater around the Twin Cities before you went on? No, I I mean, I planned on doing that. I mean, my goal as a senior in high school at Cooper was like to be in the Dudley Riggs Brave New Workshop cast. And so I started working and I met actors from New York who were suggesting that I go train. And I listened to them and took their advice and I got into a really good program and moved to Boston and studied and lived in Boston for two and a half years and then moved to New York and did theater there. I, I didn't do film. I never even thought of film as an option. Yeah. That was something that other people did. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, I played football in high school, but I'm not going to be a professional foot. That's something that somebody else does. Oh, sure. Right. You know, you just, it's fun. And, and, and then film was like that to me. And I, you know, went to New York and did theater and then, and then I, you know, kind of dropped into it. When you, you know, so you're doing a lot of live theater. That's obviously a different thing than film. Like, did you have, was there a mentor or somebody that sort of said, okay, now you're going to try this? Um, or was it a particular opportunity or what helped you make that transition such that, you know, a lot of the things our listeners would know you for, of course, uh, are on the big or the little screen? I mean, the transition to film. Yeah. That was just, uh, well, I was working with uh, my friend Ethan Hawk at the time and we were doing a play together and he was doing Reality Bites. And Ben Stiller came to see our play and Ben said, you should audition for this movie. And I auditioned for it and I got a part. And it was my baptism really. And, and it's interesting. You go into um, you, the theater and film are kind of the same thing as far as the essence of acting. You know, you just try to be real and true and honest, but they're very different. Oh, mm-hmm. and, sure. You know, you can take classes on class after class on theater, but there's no film class. Right. You know? And you really go and you just kind of trial by fire. And it's good if you're kind of 
naive and, and Hey, I don't know what's going on. It's the people that pretend like they know what they're doing and don't know what they're doing that don't learn and get suffocated. So now years later, do you have to pretend like you know what you're doing or can (laughs) you still, okay. And do you No. Okay, good. That's the beauty of it. (laughs) Do you ever, um, and for those of you who are just joining us, we're talking with Steve Zahn, the actor who is being honored by the twin cities film festival. Uh, with a Lifetime Achievement Award uh, tomorrow night. Now, did you do? Do you still do any stage acting? And do you have a preference? And do you kind of pine <coughs> away for that a little bit still? Or you know, I I I haven't been on the stage in a long time. We we started a, 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 a theater in in Lexington, Kentucky, where where we live, and well, I teach acting to kids and stuff like that. But um, as far as like being on stage, it's been a long time, but I, I kind of intentionally didn't do it because, you know, we live where we live, which is a farm in Kentucky and, and a th- a theater commitments, a big commitment. Right. And it took me away from kids and all that. So um, now that my kids are about to go off and do their thing, I think I'll, I, I'm really looking forward to going back to New York or, or anywhere and, doing theater well i would imagine too i mean there's nothing like a live audience being there present with you when you're acting it it scares the hell out of me really yeah i feel like i've forgotten how to do it i i'm I'm sure i'll be fine but but i really feel yeah like i'll I'll go do anything in front of a camera right now but the idea of going I mean, you know, you have the actor's nightmare. I haven't done a play in years and mm-hmm. years, and yet my nightmares are still the theater. Oh, sure. Yeah. You're still, interesting? You're off stage, mm-hmm. and, and somebody's saying, you're awesome, mm-hmm. and then you don't know what you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't remember, you don't think you ever <laughs> wear to really rehearsal, a nightmare, you can't find you know, your costume. You wake up going, oh. <laughs> you know, you, know, you, you did very, uh, you know, make a very um, specific decision, obviously, to, you know, not be a part of Hollywood day in and day out. So you're living in Kentucky. <laughs> Um, how, was that a difficult choice for you at all, or was that just an obvious choice? Yeah, no, I, we we were always like that. My wife and I, we we met doing the national tour of Bye Bye Birdie with Tommy T. I and Rankin. saw that Did at you? the Ordway. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah, we played the Ordway. Oh, I remember it. That was a long time ago, and we moved. We moved. We we got back from tour. You know, you save a lot of money because you're not spending anything. Yeah. You're on tour, and you're young, and you know, we got back and we're like. We have an apartment. Let's buy a house in the Poconos. It'll be our weekend cabin. Yeah, and we're dumb, and we didn't work for two months, and then we had to move there. We had to get rid of our apartment. <laughs> so it was so, your everyday <laughs> exactly. Home. So we've always lived out. We were always the people that that commuted in to do theater. It was so we've always lived that kind of lifestyle, and I'm sure I missed out on a lot of stuff, but I don't know really what I missed out on. So it doesn't really affect me. And I, you know, the great thing about a big movie where you get paid a lot is it buys you time. It doesn't buy me. A, I don't buy a yacht. I, it yeah. buys me months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it buys me. It, it gives me the, the, the ability to, to make good decisions. So you work on a project good. and then you get some time to be with your family. Is that what you mean by yeah, that? Yeah, hopefully. Like, yeah, yeah if it, you know, <clears throat> I'm saying like money doesn't buy me oh. things. I, I spend the money on the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. You know what I mean? Can you stick with us for a little bit here? Sure. All I right. We're so. going to come back with Steve Zahn uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one Oh seven one.
Colleen and Bradley on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and uh, our guest, Steve Zahn, in studio. The Twin Cities Film Festival is honoring him with a Lifetime Achievement Award. And he was gracious enough to stop by. Steve, thank, thank you. you so much. Yay. We're having a fun time. Well, okay, so I, we I were thought ju- this was candy. Okay, those are tacks. <laughs> I so can't do see. Please not do not eat, eat the, tacks. the tacks. I can't see anymore. Can you imagine that and headline? Like, candy. Steve's on stops yeah. my local radio station. Local ends radio up in duo. Well, <laughs> Steve's on with these the don't taste so good. <laughs> okay. Thank you for doing that because I said this morning to our producer Holly, I go, I wonder when he lost his Minnesota accent of Steve Zahn, Minnesotan, a uh, big famous actor man. When did you lose your Minnesota accent? Only when I'm sober. Wait, it hold on. Up. I got to do so math. You have on a few that. cocktails and it comes, and then it comes, out. It comes right back, back out. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> <coughs> excuse me, I have a cold. I was. Uh, it, it was beaten out of me when I went to uh, a conservatory, and and I they really wanted you to kind of have that mid Atlantic. You know, it was very you know, classic stuff. Right. And, and so, um, what do and, they chip away at first? The long well, O's? They have you do like a sonnet or like some Shakespeare uh-huh. and, and, and they record it. And then you, you, and then every time you go in and work with the voice coach, mm-hmm. they record you. And they, and then two years later, she plays the first oh. one. And, you go, and I never thought I had an accent. I oh, get sure. that. Yeah. I don't have an accent either. Colleen says that all the time. My sister, Nancy, my cousin, my, my sister, I, I mean, I can't even understand them, you know, <laughs> and back then and now t- today. But and then I listened to that. I was like, oh, my gosh, that is wild. Do you wish you still had that to hear how oh, far I, you've come? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be a viral sensation. <laughs> yeah, that is too funny. It's still there. OK, so one of the one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, because one of my recent favorite roles of yours was on the HBO show Treme. Yeah. And what I found fascinating about that, that TV show on HBO is that it was based in post Katrina New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And it was also (coughs) taped in post Katrina New Orleans. Yeah. And I'm curious from you about what that experience was like for you and how you used that being there in the place. Because sometimes things aren't maybe maybe filmed in the same place where they take place. Right. How that informed how you played those characters for all of you, the whole cast. That was an amazing, a one in a lifetime jobs. Mm -hmm. That was like being in a documentary. I, we didn't need to even dress our sets like with the, you know, the spray painted, you know, circles with the, you know, the number of, you know, people that were found. We didn't even need to clean. (laughs) It it was, and everybody I worked with, I, I, it was a really good day when I worked with an actor. Mm. When Kim Dickens... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. On, we were just like high five and, and were giddy and, and hugged and laughed because we were like, oh, it's someone that knows their cues and knows how to act and we can right. have fun today and do a scene. Most of the time I go like, oh, I'm doing the scene with the lawyer. Um, <clears throat> who's playing the lawyer? Mm-hmm. The, the lawyer, the guy who actually the actual lawyer, the actual one that was in the the story that we're telling. Oh. And you know, I I got to work with every legend in the book. I mean, it was it, it was insane. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah, and it was not hard to get into. Yeah, and you just I rode my bike to work. That's amazing. You know, yeah. I did a TV show where I lived in the French Quarter and I rode my bike to work. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, it's got to, to be such a unique experience. I like when you just look down the list of all the projects you've done, they they span everything. You know, you've got children's movies, you've got Planet of the Apes, and that was an incredibly um, you know, challenging role and different role for you to do just from the the voice work, right? Well, it was physical. Yeah. The, the physical work in that is was insane. I I you know, that's the the <coughs> excuse me, the misconception of of Motion, motion capture literally captures your yeah. you know, your motion your your performance yeah so it's so much more than voice and uh, just ask my back we could ask oh questions my gosh all I day. know I'm kind of sad <laughs> but you gotta to go say you gotta do you. another interview yes. yeah, yeah yeah you yeah. can catch Steve yeah. Zahn on Twin Cities Live with Steve Patterson and Elizabeth Reese uh, in the three o'clock hour when we come back we've got some crazy stupid idiots to talk to you about <laughs> thank you again Steve Zahn this was thank really you. fun yeah all right we'll be back. That was super fun. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, if you missed it, we just had a great conversation with Steve Zahn, the actor who's being honored by the Twin Cities Film Festival. He's a Minnesotan, born and bred uh, Minnesotan, and he's being honored uh, with a Lifetime Achievement Award. And so we got the opportunity to spend a half hour with him. That was super fun. If you missed it, you can check the podcast uh, or the replay. And then, you know, we went out in the hallway and we took some hideous pictures with him. He looked fantastic. Yeah, no, uh, we look like we trash. We brought our troll faces and that Yay! was fun. Yay! That's the magic of radio. Uh, anyway, uh, it isn't time to uh, talk about our terrible troll pictures. It's actually time to tell you about the crazy, stupid idiots among us. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where are we going first, trainer? Oh, I put him in um, the wrong order. FYI. So, so go for it. Okay, well, I'll, how about I start here? I, you've, I think most people have heard this story, but did you hear about the fishmonger in Kuwait who wanted to make his fish, this sounds like a joke, wanted to make his fish appear fresher? Mm-hmm. Did you hear about this? I did, actually. Yeah, so he was uh, feeling like perhaps people weren't finding the fish 
appetizing at his um, at his fishmonger shop. And uh, so he thought maybe the reason why was because fish's eyes are a little bit cloudy, right? And he thought, well, people probably think they look a little bit sick. And so he added a little something to them to try to make them look a little bit healthier and more appetizing. Because, you know, when you're looking for an appetizing filet of fish, you really are looking into the eyes. He put googly eyes on the fish in his fish shop. Uh, to hopefully entice people to buy so the healthy-looking fish. This is a real thing, huh? This actually, actually happened okay. in Kuwait. Kuwaiti police I mean, uh, had to I shut down the fish store because they were putting googly eyes Who on the fish that to make it look more... real. There's I mean, nothing real looking about a fish with googly eyes. Also, yeah, like fish have cloudy eyes. You know why? Because they have to see underwater. Like they have a whole different eye thing happening. Yeah, the googly eyes look strangely frightening. Uh, but apparently somebody was like picking up, like touching the fish and what, or like one of the eyes kind of fell off like wonky. And they were like, those are googly eyes on the fish. Uh, so anyway, his his fish store has been shut down, which is unfortunate. Rightfully but, so. But no. I appreciate the effort to make the fish fun. I actually think it's hilarious. I mean, fun fish is one thing, but like f- trying to, you know, cover up for ugly fish or uh, dirty fish or. Stanky fish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the story. All right. Uh, let's go to, uh, that was in Kuwait. Now we're going to go to Illinois. Oh, it's French, Illinois. actually. Illinois. And uh, we need to tell you about a 33-year-old lady, and her name is Lindsay Lohan. What? No, actually, her oh. name is Lindsay Lowry. And Lindsay Lowry was doing something illegal, but that's not what earns her crazy, stupid idiot status. It's um, it's how she talked about what she did that was illegal, and we'll get to that in a moment. But first, let's deal with what was actually illegal. She, according to police, was dealing crystal methamphetamine. That's a drug, an illegal drug. Uh, from her home in Swansea, Illinois, a village about 10 miles east of St. Louis. So it must be right on the border. The 33-year-old is facing three felony narcotics counts. Why? Why? Well, because of the drugs that she was Well, that makes selling. perfect sense. But that's not what earned her crazy, stupid idiot It was status. very garden variety. I thought that that was kind of a sad story in and of itself. Um, the crazy, stupid idiot part of the story comes in a post-arrest interview, which took place earlier this month, in which she admitted that she... Uh, gave someone meth to cover her rent bill, which apparently you can pay for your rent with crack or meth, meth, illegal drugs. I don't feel like you can do that. Well, she did. Now, during that interview, she also um, made this comment, and this is what earns her crazy stupidity at status. Quote, Lowry stated selling methamphetamine is hard work. Is it, though? She remarked on the difficulty of peddling America's favorite illegal stimulant and saying, you don't know, you don't understand. It's hard work. Okay, to which I would maybe say then if, you know, if you're finding this uh, sales position you found yourself in to be difficult, but you're still succeeding in some way, perhaps you could apply those skills to another type of selling that would also be legal and could make you some money. See what I'm saying? Mm. Like if this is hard work, but you're selling it, maybe those skills could apply elsewhere. Yeah, no, like, you know, um, 
retail. Yeah. A little Victoria's Secret job, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a Dairy Queen. Hard work. It's true. Bagging it. Trader Joe's. Um, oh, don't. Too soon. Um, Bradley, I want to tell you a story that I think will be meaningful to you. All right. Uh, about this crazy, stupid idiot who's incidentally not been caught yet. This oh. is, we don't have the actual identity of this person. Okay. Um, but it's not really the person that we're most concerned with in this story. Well, we are most concerned with the person, but that's, here's the deal. Uh, police are looking for a man who was at the K Jewelers at Short Pump Town Center on Monday. Oh. In Virginia, Short Henrico pump. County, Virginia. Every kiss begins with K. K. Uh, at the Short Pump Town Center location. Short on, Pump. Yeah, Short Pump. On Monday. So here's what happened. They had a multiple complaints of a man disturbing the peace. But the problem was it wasn't necessarily the man who was disturbing the peace. Uh, there was um, there were profanities being yelled at shoppers from what? outside this K jeweler. And um, they were being yelled by a ventriloquist dummy. The dummy was yelling? Yes. Or you mean the ventriloquist was yelling? Well, it's hard to say because uh, according to witnesses, there was a man who was acting like a ventriloquist using a puppet to yell at shoppers. That's kind of clever. I mean, who, that will probably be his defense when and if he it ever gets It wasn't me. It was the dummy. You know, see, so this is all part of the act. In any case, the man and his puppet did leave shortly before the police arrived. And so they were not able to get the identity of the man or his puppet. Okay. Also, can we just talk about the fact that Short Pump is a place? I did not. I had not been aware of Short Pump. Short Pump Town is Center in Henrico County, Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's an affluent suburb of Richmond. Short Pump. Short pump. Okay. That's a thing. Just wanted to point what that is out. It, what do you think that's named for? Uh, I don't know. A short pump? I mean, I don't even really know what that means. I don't either. Okay, well. But I just wanted you to know that that's... An affluent They summer, have a skating rink, summer. a bowling alley, and many neighborhoods under development. And a K-jeweler mm-hmm. at the... Uh, at the Short Pump Town Center. Exactly. Here's the history of Short Pump. Thank you, Holly. You're welcome. It was named for the short-handled pump that was located beneath the porch of a tavern located there. The tavern was built by Robert Hyde Saunders, a Revolutionary War veteran in 1815. Okay, that's You know, what's really so disturbing weird. about all of that is like, that's the thing that he was, well, I got this pump. Let's call this town Short Pump! <laughs> well, and it's stuck. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't look around and be like, you know, Out tree. I don't know. Lots of pretty trees. Yeah, oh, it's cl- pretty tree town. Cloud town or, you know. Yeah. They do have a Dave and Buster's. I want you to know. Oh, they got exciting. a Longhorn Steakhouse, a Ooh. Bonefish Grill, Ooh, fun. Kona Grill, uh, do they, Bar. But here's my question. Do they have a Hardee's? Because I always find or, a or Carl's factory. Jr. I, you know, that to me explains how big or small a town is. <laughs> also in there Short Pump. There is a Hardee's. Okay, good. And a McDonald's, I bet. Also in uh, Short Pump Town Center are several upscale restaurants, including the Cheesecake Factory. I mean, I am not a snob when it comes to food. But I don't know that I would call the Cheesecake Factory upscale. They have cloth napkins. Okay. Mm -hmm. They also have a Shula's America's Steakhouse. 
with a full shoeless? service spa. Mm-hmm. A spa at a I'm steakhouse? sorry, a shoeless Wait. America... Shula. Oh, sorry. Okay, steakhouse with a spa? Shula's America Steakhouse. Uh, short- because I want to go to the spa where I can eat steak. You know I what I'm saying? I think they're two separate things. Oh, darn but, it. I, you but guys- it's part of the, the short pump Hilton Richmond Hotel and Spa. Wow. I, can I just say, though, I think I just hit on a business model also- that is not being uh, utilized. I want... I want a spa that's also a steakhouse. Like I want to be able to eat while somebody's massaging me or you know doing a pedicure. Wouldn't that be like kill two birds, man? Beef and feet. Yes. Beef. And We're gonna feet. work on that. That's a working I feel title. Like, you know, you could do better than that. But I do want you to know, Shula's is apparently like a chain. It was also founded by Miami Dolphins football coaching legend Don Shula. So yes, if you were wondering. <laughs> okay. Oh right. God! I'm going to short pump for my next vacation. Oh, you could bring your children to Gay Ton Elementary School at sh- Short Pump. Gay Ton Elementary School in Short Pump. What is going on in this world? Oh my gosh! All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show at 2:45 every day, we play the Throwback Live. We'll be back with that on My Talk 107.1. Throwback Live time at 2:45 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And it is time for the Throwback Live. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must predict win just one for the Kimber. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, Who run this mother? Holly oh. Roberts. Hi y'all, it's time hey, y'all. for the throwback live at 2.45. Here are the rules of the game. Colleen and Bradley are going to listen to five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the throwback live at 245 and Colleen and Bradley buds in by yelling out their names. Anybody? For example, such as? Colleen's trying to do this thing now (laughs) where she normally does it super fast and I wait for her to finish and then I say my name. So that's what that was. Well, see, that's not going to work because mm-hmm. Bradley's going to say his name first and then he's going to get Bradley the Jenner. point. Exactly. Just oh, like geez. that. Thank that you. Now, we keep track of who wins here on the Throwback Live at 245. And yeah. as it stands right now, Colleen has 62 total victories and Bradley has 55. That's, you know. I still got the biggest streak. Okay. With 29 mm-hmm. victories mm-hmm. in a row. Mm-hmm. So let's mm-hmm. move on. Let's play the game today. Okay. Throwback let's Live at 245. Yes, thank you, Sammy. Uh, the first vintage pop culture audio clip goes as follows. Listen carefully and identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is Saint Elsewhere. That is the theme to Saint Elsewhere. Our social media person, Hannah, is in the corner, and she has no idea what that is. 
No, she yeah. doesn't. That's fine. There's a wonderful place where you can find information about St. Elsewhere and it other things. It is called Google. The Internet. The World Wide Web will yes. have your answers for you. Good job, Thank Brad. You, Al Thanks, Al lady. Oh, well, you have one point in today's Throwback hmm. Live at 245. Moving on. <laughs> Yeah, one point. Yeah. Super uh-huh. impressive. To our second vintage. I don't need nice. <laughs> Pop culture audio clip. I need some points. You do need some points. And you can get one if you identify this correctly. Bradley oh, Trainer. Bradley. Oh. Married with children. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What was that face for? Um. Let's do it. Love and marriage. Love and marriage. Love I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It was a, it's a round. We were doing it in a round. Together like a horse and carriage. This I tell you, brother. You can't have one without the other. Good job, Bradley. Now, I forgot to mention that this is actually a real song, Love and Marriage by Frank Sinatra. That's Frank Sinatra. And they but I knew what you were trying it. to figure oh, yeah. out. Thank you. Yeah. Good job, oh, did Bradley. You, were you going to say Frank Sinatra? Aggressive. Yeah. No, you would have said Married with Children. You're right. I well. yeah. said the same thing. Yeah, all right. Bradley, you have, have two that. points. I have that. <laughs> Julia. <laughs> In the throwback live at 2.45. Did you know that one uh, millennial girl behind the camera? Yep. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. Did you? Not right away, like. Okay. Not right away like right we did, away. but oh, she okay. knew it. She got on board All eventually. Right. All right, okay. moving on to the third vintage pop culture audio clip in the throwback live at 245. Now, Bradley, if you guess this correctly, you win today's game. No pressure. No pressure. Colleen, you mm-hmm. can get yourself on the board. Yes, I can. If you correctly identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. You were having sex with a little Brad- fella then. Uh-huh. Is there anything else you can tell me about him? No. Colleen. Oh. Colleen. He was kind of funny looking. Oh, that was oh, Fargo. He was just kind of funny looking. That's our friend Melissa Peterman. Actually, that's not her. That the, right? The other person is her. She's in that scene. Thank go you. Bears. Go Bears. Okay, and go well, Colleen. You got a point. Yes, that was Francis. I was like, burp, burp, burp. Yeah, that doesn't oh, count I just though. Think I'm gonna barf. I'm gonna barf. Yes, yeah, it's Marge Gunderson. Mm-hmm. Fantastic role. Oh, right, Colleen, you're Oof. on the board. I'm on the board. You have a point in I'm the throwback live at two forty five. Bradley, <laughs> Colleen, listen carefully and identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. I'm good enough. Bradley, Bradley. Trainer. Bradley. That oh. is Stuart Smalley. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. I'm smart enough, and, and doggone it, it, people, people like, like me. I said my name first, but that's fine. Nope, you know what, you though? Know what? I'm going to say some affirmations. But see, it, like Stuart maybe Smalley if you weren't me full too. of duty. Do you mean awesome? Full <laughs> of awesome? Duty, what did he win? Congratulations, first of all, Bradley. Oh, wow, I want to so be... Cheap. Well, today's prize, loser. if Bradley Blue. is generous in sharing, it might be good for you, Colleen, because he just won himself a lifetime supply of generic brand... Metamucil. Oh, oh fiber I can use supplements. That. Yes, Yay. fiber supplements. Trust me, you want me to be regular. 
You don't want to work I mean, with me if I I'm not. I mean, I generally have not given a lot of thought to that, but I mean, is that like a threat all of the I incredible I carry my Hulk? own fiber capsules. Now, that's okay. a true story. It's true. Mm. I ain't joking either. You got to take that regular. Otherwise, yep. you know, to be really, regular. Grandma has to take care of her bowels. Hey, look, I'm not going to be, you know, t- you, I don't need to buy Tux medicated pads. All right. So, yet. Um, anyway. Uh, Speaking of Tux medicated pads. Look who's here. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hi, Donnie. I just Donnie. like to say I really don't need to hear this conversation <laughs> from the me. man who I'll be rooming with for Project Donnie. That's true. It's true. Mm. No, I'm saying I'm regular. Yeah, I know. So you won't have to worry about... Okay, okay stop. You know. stop, stop, stop. But Donnie, that's a good thing. Can I tell you what I enjoy about uh, don't have to, sharing don't a room, room with Donnie? Oh, yeah. What do you what do you enjoy about sharing a room with Donnie? We just, we're on our own schedule, man, and we just do our own things, and I'll come back to the room when he's out. gone. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'll yeah. have some alone time. Mm-hmm. And then Bradley abandons me and says, I'm sorry, we were down in the bar. We forgot to tell you. Oh, well, and I'm upstairs okay. watching something. Did you do that? Wow, are you carrying that around? You did that last year. Wow. I guess I won't be doing it this year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm used to it from uh, you know Betty and Veronica. Oh, and stuff please! Like that. I don't. Can we just? Can we tell, at least I make eye contact. Can I tell <laughs> a tale? Can I tell a tale out of school? Can we just oh, talk sure. about what just happened? So we had uh, Steve Zahn, the actor, in studio with us. Uh, he's being honored by the for the Twin Cities Fu- Film Festival with a Lifetime Achievement Award, and we were out taking a picture in the hallway with him and Julia came up and stood awkwardly and looked at him and went, I just wanted to see what you looked like. Yeah, but, but she already knew what he looked like. Okay, can I also just ask Donnie, Which, after we went back on with our lives and he left, yeah. did she complain about the fact that yeah. he was not on their show? Yeah. No, she didn't. Oh, good. Oh, that's a first. That's okay. actually progress, no, actually. No, she didn't. She said, aren't you going to go look at him? And I said, no, I'm okay. Aren't, aren't you, you going to go, go look, look at, at him? him? No, like seriously. An aren't animal go look in at the zoo? I said, no, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I don't... Okay. I'm, wow. And then she goes, did you go to Cottage Grove? Do you what? know? Did you go to Cottage Grove? Do you, know like, my, no. do you know my friend Arthur? I don't know what his name was. I don't remember. But she said somebody's name. Do you know him? She probably thought he was like, you know, yeah. somebody else. Uh, I don't know. Right. You no, know, like I don't know that she quite knew who Steve Zahn was. That's so okay. She knows who he is. Uh, Lori and Julia coming up next. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you all for hanging out with us today and if you missed that Don't interview your fiber supplements kid. yes that keep regular uh, and if you did miss that interview with our friend our new friend steve zahn it will be available on the podcast and tomorrow we got anti-lawyer we got <gasps> yes. all sorts of oh, fun it's gonna be join fun. us